back to chew the Bible. Huh. Are we okay? We're in chapter 12. All right, because I had some stuff already lined up, like marked up. I was like, hold on a second, where are we? All right, we're in Hosea chapter 12, reading out the CSV. Here we go. God's case against Jacob's heirs. First, yeah, here we go. Hosea chapter 12. Ephraim chases the wind or or tends to or grazes the wind and pursues the east wind. He continually multiplies lies and violence. He makes a covenant with Assyria and olive oil is carried to Egypt. The Lord also has a dispute with Judah. He is about to punish Jacob according to his conduct. He will repay him based on his actions. In the womb, he grasped his brother's heel. And as an adult, he wrestled with God. Jacob struggled with the angel and prevailed. He wept and sought his favor. He found him at Bethel and there he spoke with him. The Lord, verse 5, the Lord is the God of armies. The Lord is his name, but you must return to your God, maintain love and justice, and always put your hope in God. A merchant loves to extort with dishonest scales in his hands. But Ephraim thinks, how rich I have become. I made it all myself in all my earnings. No one can find any iniquity in me that I can be punished for. All of us can have attitudes like that. Like, I didn't do anything. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm innocent. But that's another. I heard somebody the other day. It's important to also pray for the sins of omission. Because there's things that we, ways we've seen, we don't even know it. Oh, not to put guilt and shame for you to constantly be like, all right, where have I sinned? Or what have I done wrong now? What was me? I can't do anything right. Can't get right. Nothing like that. Just coming clean before the Lord. Like, Lord, I need your help. I know I've done this and this. And there's these other things. I'm sure there's things out here that I don't even know I've done yet. Ways I've veered off of your path or said things I shouldn't have said. Anyway. Yes, God, I give it all over to you. I repent in Jesus' name. Judgment on apostate Israel. I have been the Lord, your God, ever since the land of Egypt. I will make you live, live in tents again as in the festival days. I will speak through the prophets and grant many visions. I will give parables through the prophets. Since Gilead is full of evil, they will certainly come to nothing. They sacrifice bulls in Gilgal. Even their altars will be like piles of rocks on the furrows of a field. Further indictment indictment of Jacob's heirs. Jacob fled to the territory of Aram. Israel worked to earn a wife. He tended flocks for a wife. The Lord brought Israel from Egypt by a prophet, and Israel was tended by a prophet. Ephraim has provoked bitter anger, so his Lord will leave his blood guilt on him and repay him for his contempt. Mm, there's a lot going on here. And I'm getting too tired to process it all. So let's just read these Tony Evans notes and keep it moving. Almost done. 
Israel repeatedly pursued alliances with foreign nations leading to idolatry and further failure to rely on the Lord. As Judah's forefather, Jacob had wrestled with God and sought his favor. So Judah must also look to God for his blessing and not to foreign nations or false gods. To maintain love and justice and always put your hope in God is solid advice. God stands ready to receive those who make God's agenda of love and justice their own. When Ephraim spoke, there was trembling when Ephraim spoke, there was trembling is another way of saying they enjoyed great respect. Idolatry and rejection of the living God, however, has had since ruined them. This is what sin does to a person, no matter an individual strength, ability, social status or economic capability. Moral degradation and foolishness are cancers that quickly eat away at character. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.